Welcome to the Automation Unplugged podcast, the podcast for technology professionals featuring leading industry personalities. I'm your host, Ron Callis. Today's show features guest David Kitchener, founder of All Things Media and EI Live, the leading CI show in the UK. David has 40 years of experience in the publishing and exhibitors industry. In 2009, he founded All Things Media Limited and introduced the Essential Install Magazine, which has grown to become the leading magazine in the CI field in the UK. David also launched the EI Live exhibition and the Smart Building Awards, EI Live is now the only dedicated AV and home automation show, yep, in the UK. Presently, their activities span across three interconnected market sectors, custom install, electrical contracting, and data center media. Their comprehensive publishing approach includes a print magazine, dedicated websites with daily news updates, weekly newsletters, and digital versions of their print publications. We live stream today's interview on social media on Wednesday, August 30th, 2023 at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. During our time together, we discussed the state of the custom integration industry in the UK, comparing and contrasting the North American markets with the UK market, and won Firefly's participation in the upcoming eLive show in September. I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope you do as well. Let's tune into this interview with David Kitchener. David, how are you, sir? I'm good, thank you. And uh, thank you for having me on. Oh, it's <clears throat> my pleasure. You're, you are no uh, stranger to podcasts. You run your own family of podcasts, no? We do. Uh, we do. We run them as and when we do. But the, I have to say the Ron Callis, Ron Callis uh, uh, podcasts are legendary. Oh, my goodness. Uh, they're, they're infamous, if not famous. <laughs> <laughs> David, where, where are you coming to us from? Just to help our audience. We have a global audience either watching live and or on uh, the audio podcast. So what part of the world are you in right now? We're based in a place called Kent, which is southeast UK, southeast England. Um, it's 35, 40 minutes from London, so we're quite close. I'm always in London on business. Um, you mentioned the uh, where the show EI Live is, and that's, again, about 40 minutes outside London in a place called Farnborough, uh, and that's Farnborough, Hampshire, but it's about 35, 40 minutes outside London at a new, brand-new exhibition centre. Oh, that's I uh, appreciate that. So is it? Uh, I'm a, a, a dumb American, so it's not appropriate to call this that the show's in London. The show, the show that that would not be accurate. Is that correct? No, it's outside London. As some of your colleagues would say, you can fit the UK into Texas, but hey, you know. I, yeah, there are some people that would say that. Well, I can tell you, I'm super excited. Um, we here at One Firefly last year, maybe last spring, 2022, we engaged a consulting firm out of London 
Um, they're called Immerse. They're a sales consulting firm. I've had them on this show. Uh, they're they're really uh, lovely people, great great advisors, and they're still we're still working with them today here at One Firefly. But uh, one of the consultants that we work with, uh, I know that he's told me he's going to be picking me up on Sunday uh, before the show. And it, what he's called, Ron, we're doing a pub crawl. So I, I don't know exactly <laughs> what that means and, and where that is, but uh, it sounds interesting. You make sure you get to the exhibition okay. All right. That's, I, I commit. I will make sure that I get there. Well, David. So is that, I, is that, sorry, Ron, is that a sales agency that worked for you in the UK? It is not. Uh, Immerse is a sales consultancy. And so okay. they, uh, they help businesses. They're not related to the CI channel in any way. They work with people across all different spectrums. People listening to this show, if they wanted to work on their sales process, develop sales playbooks, look okay. at designing compensation for sales team or designing <laughs> accountabilities or sales structures, it's kind of full service. It's a consulting business and sure. uh, they've helped us. You know, we've been engaged with them now for about a year and a half as we're trying to kind of up our game and deliver better care and support for our, the industry that we love. So we, you know, it follows the principle of who, not how. Like we only know what we know and we don't know what we don't know. So sometimes we need to bring people into our lives to help us learn and look at problems in different ways. And so Absolutely. that's what we did. We we engaged mm -hmm. them and they're, you know, providing counsel and expertise. And we're one of, uh, you know, I think they have 80 or 90 businesses under their umbrella right now that they work with. Right. Okay. Yeah. They're, I'll, I'll make an introduction. They're, they're, they're really, they're, they're great people over there. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. Be, be happy to. Um, David, <clears throat> we're going to talk about uh, your media empire there in the UK and Europe. And there's lots for us to dig into, including the EI live show. And I, and I appreciate you sent me over some pictures even from the event. So I'm going to share, we're going to share some of that before we go there. Can you, let's help the audience just understand you if, if you're game and let's kind of go back and tell us about your career and bring us into the present. Sure. Well, as you can see, I look 25. I'm just a little older. I, I, and you, I didn't think you were a day over 30. <laughs> That's why you're legendary. But I've been in publishing a long time. And um, in around 2006, I decided to step away from the big corporate publishing empires that I was, I was working for. I actually worked on magazines over the years covering everything from defence to bikes, cars, computers, uh, you name it, electricity, you name it, I was publishing magazines for it. But in 2006, I stepped out of that to, to set up my own company. That was a, a, a forerunner to this company, but it was a contract publishing company. The problem with contract publishing, as most people will know, is that you don't own your products. You publish magazines on behalf of other people. So we were publishing a range of publications for uh, federations, associations, and did very well at it. But the, like I say, the problem with contract publishing is your contracts can be terminated at any time because you don't own the products. So I sold that company and decided to uh, look around, see what, was there, what else was in publishing. This is leading me up to, 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 to my foray, my journey into the custom install business. So it was around 2007, 2008, 
I met a guy that I've known for a number of years, and he said to me, what are you doing? I said, nothing at the moment. He said, well, come and run my company. Uh, it needs stabilizing. We need to expand the company. It's something you can do. I said, yes. So we struck a deal. Um, I moved into that company. Part of my remit was to expand the company and stabilize the company. So I stabilized the company, made sure the revenues were there. Um, and I had their money to spend. So we That's looked to expand. the best money to spend, right? Is someone else's money? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, now it's my money, which is always a problem. But that hey, is always a problem. I feel you. But he 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 gave me a budget, so I went out and I looked at loads of magazines for us to buy. I found two magazines that we eventually bought, and that was Custom Installer, called at the time, and a magazine called Inside Hi-Fi and Home Cinema. Hmm. Custom Installer then, and I'm going back uh, to 008 probably, um, Custom installer was ahead of its time because the install market was growing. It was a burgeoning market, but it was growing. Unfortunately, the Inside Hi-Fi and Home Cinema magazine was more for the AV dealers, the hi-fi, the enthusiasts, the hi-fi guys, the shops in the high street. Right. That At that point, they were dropping like flies. They were closing uh, like there's no tomorrow. So we decided to close Inside Hi-Fi and Home Cinema and continue with custom installer. My Coming back to my agreement with that particular company, part of my, part of my remit was, well, stabilizing the company, but uh, I, I, I should have had, and I say should have had, part of my agreement was I was going to be uh, part ownership, owner of that company. Now, you've heard this story many, many times before, Ron, I'm sure. At the 45th time of asking, that ownership never materialized, never materialized. Mm -hmm. So I decided to part company with that company. Um, at that point, there were a mixture of titles in those days serving the hi-fi and the AV, uh, AV install market sectors, probably about six of them on the UK market. So I exited that company and armed with a no non-compete flaws in my contract, I set up Essential Install Magazine. So that's how the company was founded. Uh, that concentrated on the custom install market, the residential AV and home automation market. Purely residential, I've not been involved in the commercial, well, I've kind of dabbled in the commercial market. Sure. So we launched Essential Install and it uh, had a meteoric rise. Uh, everybody loved it. I have to say we killed a few of the other magazines off because I can bang on, which I won't. I can bang on about proper publishing. There are certain ways to publish magazines and there are certain ways that you don't publish magazines. The ones that you don't, don't last long. I've been taught by the best companies in, in, in the UK and in the world, working for the larger corporates. So we launched Essential Install. We knew, we knew what we were doing. And we killed a few of them off, and it became them uh, literally quite quickly a market-leading title. So when a company or when one owns or has a leading publications, in the first instance, there are two ways to go, two ways you can go, and that's exhibitions and awards. So we were no different. We launched an exhibition. Um, we launched a set of awards called the uh, Essential Installed Trade Awards. 
they are now called the Smart Building Awards, which hopefully I'm going to see you at uh, in two weeks' time. I appreciate in the, UK. the invitation. I'm going to be there. It's it's a great event. You'll love it. I mean, the love in the room, you will appreciate. Absolutely. We have the 300 of the great and the good in the AV industry. But nevertheless, so exhibitions and awards. At that point, and I, I, I alluded to this early on when we spoke, Cedia had the... I think it was called the Home Technology Show then. It was the national show in the UK, run by Cedia UK, but of course owned by Cedia as a whole. I exhibited there, um, to my mind in those days, and I talk to Cedia about this now, we talk about this openly. Uh, at the time it was a little bit tetchy, but uh, they're good friends of ours now. But their, their show was, it was getting smaller year on year. I exhibited at it. But it, it, it did come across to me to be as, as being very southern bias. So I launched a one-day exhibition in the north of England, in Manchester. Mm-hmm. That was quite successful. Everybody said to me, why don't you launch this as a national show? What well, was it called the- when it was a, a one-day event? Is it- well, because we had the magazine called Essential Install, we simply called the show Essential Install Live. And again, it was concentrating and dedicating itself to the uh, residential smart home industry, custom install industry. Mm -hmm. And it was a success on a one-day show. Lots of the exhibitors said you need to launch this as a a, a national exhibition. I didn't at the time because not that I'm concerned about competing with anybody really, but the industry was very small. If we launched our show as a national show, we would be competing against the senior show. Given the size of the industry then, it would have been, uh, we'd have been probably beating each other up on rates. It would have been confusing to a small industry, so I didn't want to go that way. But we kept half an eye on the senior show, and eventually, uh, bless them, they decided to close it. So, as I said to you, it uh, probably took us all the 10 minutes to make the decision to bring the business model from the north of England down south and create a national show. So that's what we set about doing. The reason why we wanted to do it very quickly was for two reasons. Uh, One was to, frankly, close the door on CDU. I didn't want them to come back, take a year's sabbatical, come back stronger. And also to close the door on any other large company who had many, many more dollars than we had to come in and make a killing. So we launched the show and and we've not looked back. Uh, It's now the leading exhibition in the country when, in fact, it's the only dedicated uh, smart home, avian smart home automation show in the UK. Um, And uh, along the way, we bought another company which gave us ownership of a magazine called ECN, Electrical Contracting News, and we also took as part of that deal Data Centre News. The reason for for taking on board and wanting to buy the company that published Electrical Contracting News, or ECN as it's called, was that both the industries go hand in hand. You know, I encourage electricians and electrical contractors to come to my show every year. Mm -hmm. That's a way by default we're going to grow our industry. And our industry hasn't grown much in the UK. I can't speak for the US, but in the UK, it hasn't grown much in 10 years. It should have grown a lot, lot more. But... So I've always encouraged encouraged electricians to come into the CI market. They want to come into it because it's a very sexy market, obviously. Um, 
the electrician, the electrical contractor can, can add another string to their bow. They can add another string to their financial bow. Um, if they go into a house and they wire a house on, they uh, uh, hard wire a house, obviously, well, then stay on, hang some flat screens or put in a multi-room system, you know, the sort of thing. So we encourage electricians to come into our market. Now, there is an appetite in that area to come in. We get a lot of electricians with us every year. So where we are now, we as a company, uh, and the overall company is called All Things Media Limited, we operate in three market sectors. We operate obviously in the CI market, the custom install market. We operate in the electrical contracting market with ECN. And we operate in the data center market in DCNN, which is data center and network news. And it has been said many times that a lot of the data center installers are keen to come into the CI market as well. Mm. Um, because again, I, I, with all due respect to data center installers, they fit black boxes in rooms, come into the CI industry. And of course, it's uh, it's much more sexy with, with the kit that you're working with. The rooms have windows. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So that's a that's a kind of potted history. Um, as I said to you along the way, um, I noticed you interviewed Jason not a little while ago. I did. Love Jake. Love Jason. Brilliant guy. Uh, love him to bits. I worked with him when EH when he was with EH Publishing before they they sold C Pro and Commercial Integrator to Emerald. And I worked with him with EH Publishing because they owned fifty percent of my company. Mm-hmm. The owner Ken Moyes, who I know. Uh, Jason referred to when he was on, Ken kind of stalked me around the world and said, look, we want to buy you. And I said, well, we don't really want to be bought. I've always looked at my company as a legacy for my kids. And I've got three of them. So that's always been my view. But then, then Ken said to me, well, how can we work together? And I said, well, look, buy into the company. They subsequently bought 50% of the company. So we ran with uh, being partners of EH Publishing for four or five years, I think. Um, I knew Ken was looking to sell for various reasons at one point. I didn't want my 50% of my company being sold to uh, another huge conglomerate. So I struck a deal with Ken whereby we bought all the shares back uh, and we now have again 100%. Well, this probably was some four years ago now. So clearly so for the audience, though, that's Emerald. And when Emerald bought EH Publishing, you were able to buy your business back from Ken before Prior that to, Emerald transaction. That That's correct. Okay. Um, and so we, we bought 100% shares back and, um, you know, it's now 100% owned by, by my family. Uh, that's so awesome. that's kind of, that's a potted history. Uh, no, Does that give that, you give you where I am? No, that's amazing. Uh, you made a, a statement. I'm curious what your observation is. You made the statement that the CI business has been relatively flat in the UK for 10 years. And I'm curious if you mean by revenue throughput or by number of businesses calling themselves integrators. Like, what, <laughs> what is that definition and, and why do you think that is? Well, in that question, there are three or four conversations, but the main one that I meant is creating the awareness to the outside world. In those days, as you know, the guys and gals uh, fitting all this kit were called custom installers. What does custom installer mean? It's actually meaningless. If you're a kitchen fitter, I know what you do. 
if you are an electrician, I know what you do. The general public and, and the, the, the general awareness for the CI industry, custom installers, they did not know what it was about. Now, the only way to create the awareness in a lot of industries, and certainly in the UK, and I've worked in larger companies and I've been this route, but the only way to create the awareness to the end user, to the consumer, who ultimately will employ a custom integrator to go in and fit the kit, um, you need deep pockets. Nobody in this country has deep enough pockets to reach the consumer. And there lies the problem. So no one's really reached out to the consumers. So the only way the UK industry has been growing is um, slowly and organically mm -hmm. with Custom integrators selling their wares, knocking on people's doors. You know, I, I, hey, I can fit you a home cinema. Oh, really? Uh, and, and that's the only way it grew. It's still the same now. No one's got deep pockets. No one, look, no one's got deep pockets to, to, to go out and create the awareness for the, for the end user. But the industry has grown uh, in spite of that. Not to the point that we all want it to have grown in the UK. Sure. But it's grown to a certain extent. Now, a lot of integrators and installers probably don't necessarily want to hear this, but they will benefit from it. So if we, as I consider us and my company and me to be a catalyst for the industry, we're there to help grow the industry, much like Cedia, but obviously they're an association. They're there to grow the industry. But even Cedia didn't have deep enough pockets to go out to the consumer. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that's why I've encouraged uh, and identified, it wasn't me identified, I've just climbed on the bandwagon, of electricians and electrical contractors coming into our market. Mm. Now, in the UK, this is a, a probably a little-known fact. Custom installers, it's big-ish it's, it's, it's big business. The industry in the, in the UK, uh, by seedier figures, the last survey they put together, was worth about 1.2 billion. Mm -hmm. Now that probably pales into insignificance to what your market's worth in the US. But nevertheless, it's a biggish market. If you take the electrical contracting market, which we're also in with our publications and so on, that uh, figures in the public domain, that market is worth 20.5 billion. So it shows little, you the difference. A little bit bigger. Yeah. So <laughs> it shows you the difference between the, yeah. the two market sizes. Yeah. So you can see you can see my conclusion and many many other people's conclusion that if we bring more electricians in and electrical contractors into the CI market, by default, it should grow the market. Again, coming back to, I haven't got millions of pounds dollars to go out and and, and uh, promote this market to the end user out there. What's what's very what's in vogue at the moment in the UK is home cinemas. Home cinemas, it, it's home, the, the, getting a home cinema is growing and growing and growing, and that's actually doing a great job for us as an industry. People are converting the odd room that they, 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 they want to put a home cinema in. They're converting their garages, their car garages, into, um, into home cinemas. So that's becoming big, big, big business. But, of course, ironically enough, what gave this industry, our industry, the custom install industry, a bit of a boost was, of course, the COVID pandemic. Yes. I was about to, that was 
one of my follow-ups is what was the COVID effect over there? No one could go out. We were locked down for, I don't know how long it was. Um, what seemed like forever. What seemed like forever. But of course people were going out and expanding their own house. So they were, they were looking to put speakers in audio, looking to put in, uh, home cinemas because no one could go out. So it gave the industry, in my view, a boost. Mm-hmm. And then you say, then you you ask the question, well, how did they go into people's houses? We weren't meant to do that. Well, they did. You know, the the homeowners moved out for a few days. The integrators moved in for a few days. The integrators moved out. The homeowners moved in. And then, of course, they had their home cinema or what else they had. And our revenue, our revenues generally across the board were probably down, probably down fifty percent during during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But uh, we could sustain that; that was okay. After pandemic, when Boris, don't talk too much about him, but Boris Johnson, you all know that. Uh, uh, he was your PM. That, yes, yeah, he was a buffoon actually. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going to refrain from any political comments. But I'll let you say whatever you want. <laughs> I'm not going to say any more, but when Boris said pandemic is finishing, you can all come out to play now. My business actually went off the scale. Uh, Thank heavens uh, it went off the scale. And so it was good during pandemic for the integrators. Yeah. Um, And uh, it was good for the publishers and people like me, exhibitions. I put on the first exhibition. I had to postpone EI Live. The, the exhibition we want to talk about. I had to p- postpone EI Live for uh, three times. Wow. But I'm fortunate and I'm forever grateful to the industry that we serve in the UK that stuck with me. Yeah. And I kept every single exhibitor uh, up to complete speed with what we were doing. They were part of the decision-making process of us postponing it and postponing it and postponing it. Um, to be frank, I had all their money. They paid for it. No one asked for refunds. They simply said to me, look, David, we love the show. It's been around that long. We need that show. You tell us when it's going to be, when we can come out of pandemic, when we can come to the show. Um, so the industry basically stuck with me, for which I will be forever grateful. So when we were allowed to put the show on, we put the show on and it went ballistic because everybody wanted to get out not talk to a computer screen. <laughs> everybody, everybody wanted to get out, shake hands, and look people in the eye. Yeah. Well, let's let's jump into that. I'm gonna attempt to share my screen. We'll see if technology behaves here. Um, I'm gonna add uh, to my screen now for the listeners. What I'm putting on the screen here are a couple of pictures that David sent to me in advance. Mm-hmm. And uh, David, I'm going to click through these pictures uh, and maybe just tell me what we're seeing, keeping in mind some are watching and some are listening. <laughs> this is what we call the smart, our smart building awards. So not only do we public, we, you know, we're, we're exhibition organizers and uh, magazine publishers, we also hold awards evenings. This particular set of awards, uh, as I said, as I alluded to earlier on, started life as the Essential Install Trade Awards, and we have we had a set of product awards. We had we have Best Distributor of the Year, Best Manufacturer of the Year, Best Training Initiative of the Year. 
we actually give away 25 awards, wow. which is very similar to what very similar to what CD do in the UK. Yeah. Um, as the industry grew and people were talking about smart home this, smart home that, Google came in with Nest, so they were talking up the smart home industry. Um, Apple were talking about the smart home, the connected home. So we rebranded the Essential Install Trade Awards, which has had kind of a 1960s feel about the title, and called it the Smart Building Awards. That's what this is. These are all the winners of the group shop. Um, who won last year, who won uh, an award last year. That's awesome. They look very proud and happy holding their, it looks like crystal awards and uh, a lot of, a lot of smiles filling the room for sure. All right. Now here there's we a have lot of, a, a building. There's a lot of fun, a lot of fun in that room. This is the, this is the venue. It's a brand new venue. <clears throat> um, uh, this is, this is the EI live venue in Farnborough. It's called the Farnborough International Exhibition and Conference Centre. Um, so, yeah, that's we, we we tend to brand the outside, obviously, during EI Live. But I've got these pictures to you very quickly. But this is um, this is the venue where you'll be next week exhibiting, or uh, in two weeks' time exhibiting. Awesome. We've upped our game this year. One of the uh, one of the main uh, the main things with EI Live is the EI Live Technical Theatre. We have um, experts speak on various subjects. You're speaking there, Ron, of course. We have expert industry experts speaking about various subjects throughout the two live days of the show. Um, obviously, you're going to be in there. Maybe you want to give people a little crazy of what you're doing, but yeah, you know we've got um, we've got things like uh, demystifying video over IP. We've got an expert talking about that. We've got secrets of custom installers. We've got an expert talking about that. And in fact, if I may say this now, Ron, if people want to go on, I know you want the the, 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 uh, the URL at the end of the show, but if people go on to www.eiliveshow.com, that's the one, there is a complete list. If you hit the technical theatre button, there's a complete list of the speakers and a synopsis of what people are speaking about. So that was the new technical theatre, the new structure. Uh, here you I see some of, the, some of these here, it gives you an idea. Um, oh, look, the website blueprint, essential elements for standout business website. It's being put together by a guy called Ron Callis. Yeah, here he's a swell, swell guy. Uh, um, I have a question. I'm, I'm looking at the visual. I'm going to go back to that. Uh, I'm doing this with you live here where uh, I see the stands and the chairs up front is I'm assuming there is projector and screen or the ability to put visuals or is it all verbal? Is no, 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 no. We are, are recording all presentations. There will be a, a camera at the back recording everything. There will be speakers around. There will be the panelists. We'll have um, uh, lapel mics, uh, there's a lectern there. There will be a screen at the back for complete presentations. So you'll have everything you need in that theatre to present. The reason why I'm showing you in this form is this, this is the first year of this structure. Um, we had another structure last year which uh, people said was a little out, a little outdated. Um, so we've upped our game, and, and this is an artist's impression of the structure we're building this year for the new ER Live Technical Theatre. Got it. Well, yeah, at, 
at the event on both days, and here I'm, I'm reading this now off your website, so it's making it super convenient for me, at uh, 12.40, on Wednesday the 13th, so September 13th, Josh and I will be uh, delivering our website, uh, Essentials Course, How to Get Your Business Website to Stand Out, and that'll be at 12.40 uh to 13 40 so what is that that's 12 i'm reading uh uh i, I normally don't look at time on 24 hours like this but that looks like 12 to 1 12 40 to 1 40 and then on thursday september 14th uh looks like we're teaching the same course again this time at one o'clock one to two p.m and again uh local time there at uh farn borough exhibition center so yeah, that'll be uh, certainly looking forward to that. And uh, that's always a, a fun dynamic uh, bit of content. Also for anyone uh, that's uh, going to be attending, uh, I like to interact with my audience. So I'm, I'm not going to be that guy that sits there and, and wags his finger and talks and tells. I'm going to be asking questions and interacting. I tell you what I'm also doing uh, David has shared with me in advance everyone that signed up for those classes. So all of the examples or many of the examples of what's good and uh, maybe I'll sneak in what's not good is going to be pulled from live examples from the UK. So I'm, I'm not going to be only telling you what's working over here uh, in the US and Canada. I'm going to be pulling examples from your backyard and highlighting what's working. I'll also acknowledge uh, if any if anyone has ever attended a webinar from me or from One Firefly, uh, we're not there to sell. We're not there to tell you what products and services we have and why you need to buy it. That's not how I teach. It's not how I train. I'm going to teach you things that are simply good ideas for you to implement on your website in this case with this content. And you don't even need me. You don't need One Firefly to do it. So I'm just going to teach you the good things to do, have your team do it, have your marketing agency do it. Of course, if you want our help, we'd be happy to help. But that's really uh, our belief is that if we train, you know, train and teach and help you, uh, you know, the good stuff will come back to us tenfold. So you're not going to hear any hard pitches from the stage uh, from Josh or I. That's just that's not how we operate at One Firefly. All right. We'll be up. I will be updating you, Ron, because there are more people registering for the sessions every day. Awesome. Yeah, keep keep me updated. I want to I wanna have fun. I like the audience not to know if their stuff's going to land on the screen in front of the room and I'm going to be talking about it. So <laughs> we'll keep them on the edge of their seat. What are we, what are we seeing here, David? This is just uh, um, one or two of the uh, booths, the stands at the show. That's FS Cables. They work globally. Um, it's just to give you an idea of the, the, you know, the way we do it. This is a Snap One stand. You will all know Snap One. Um, in the background there, actually, uh, I didn't realise that, but in the background to the left of that picture is the the old technical theatre that we built last year. But um, Snap One are big as, with us big time. Training is a big part of our show. Uh, Snap One have got a breakout area, and they're going to be training. Um, They've got four sessions per day training in a breakout room, as well as you can visit their booth there and play play with their products. 
Yeah, We've got all the key happen. players there. You will see the Sony's there, the LG's, um, all the blue chip companies, as we say, all the key people will be there so you can see everything that these guys are launching. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's uh, all the key people. They, uh, I can't name names yet, so I'll be a bit of a tease here. But uh, there's uh, a vendor, a major vendor, that um, we might be able to announce a new program for the UK with uh, at EI Live. So I'll, I'll give the general concept here, and I, I won't take too much time. But uh, a part of our business at One Firefly that's been a, a fast-growing part of our business for the last five years is partnering and collaborating with major manufacturers to help them deploy, call them marketing funds or co-op funds, but to deploy them through One Firefly and then through the dealer's website, the dealer's social media channels, the dealer's email channels, all around raising brand awareness for the dealer and lead gen for the dealer. And so that's, uh, it's, you mentioned Sony. Sony's one of our big brands and one of our big partners. Um, but we're, we're working with many, many brands here in North America. And uh, we're, we're in the final stages, so it's not done. But we're in the final stages of um, launching something actually for the UK. So uh, we'll cross our fingers and we'll see if we can maybe make that announcement in a couple of weeks. Um, but if not, it, it should be forthcoming. And uh, just as a demonstration of when Fireflies desire to grow and support the dealers in the UK. Um, it's, it's well, make sure, we get all the, make sure we get all the press material for that one. I, you you got it. Now that well, let's talk actually for a minute. Let's talk about the amount of media. I know people listening to this maybe from the UK and Europe. Maybe they know this, but I have known of you, David, and the things you've been doing. But I haven't uh, had the time or made the time to really know it. So, and you and I spent a little bit of time earlier today, and and you shared with me all that you have going on. Again, what is what are the publications? What are the shows? What are the podcasts? Like, what is the entirety of all of that media activity that you represent today? And in, and is it all in the UK? Is some of it in Europe? What's the the expanse? Essential install is in Europe. Well, the the, the expanse is we we have a business model, um, which is ever growing. But the business model per market sector is a printed magazine. Now, I know what some of your viewers are saying. Well, print is dying. Well, believe me, it's not in the UK and Europe. And I had this conversation with the uh, guys and gals in Boston many, many times. So we have a leading leading publication, leading print title that's distributed by mail. Um, we have a website that goes along with that. Now, the website uh, my journalists are loading up something like between five and 10 stories per day wow. to our website. Uh, we monetize our websites, of course. Um, we have a weekly newsletter, which is a prime driver of traffic to the websites. We have a database in the UK. Well, in UK and Europe, we've got a 60,000, 70,000 database. That's, uh, to be frank, that's a good source of revenue to us as well because we uh, – we organize dedicated e-shots for whoever wants a dedicated e-shot. 
That's a valuable so, audience. If you're a vendor and you want to speak to the CI channel or, or the various markets you serve, I can see how that's quite valuable. Yeah, yeah, actually. And, um, you know, they are – the UK database is, is consisting of three parts primarily. It's consisting of um, AV and home installers and integrators. Uh, it's consisting of electrical contractors and electricians. Uh, and it's also consisting of data center installers. So that's the database to reach. The um, CI part of the database also has uh, an element of architects, an ele element of interior designers, something that I always enjoy getting involved with because some people think the architects are involved and necessary. Some people don't. The same with interior designers. But in my view, both architects and interior designers should know our industry. And a lot of integrators do work, as you know, with interior designers partnering and architects partnering. And we're talking about the residential here, not the commercial. So we have, that's the business model per, per market sector. So Essential Install is the, the main title. That's the magazine I founded the company on. That is uh, simply that, custom install. Um it's 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 everything about the smart home and AV automation automation channel. That's the website. Um, that's what my oh that's the podcast part of my website. We do podcasts as well. If you click on the news page, Ron, yeah, there we are. Well, if you go through that, there's latest news. There's a there's a piece of details there. Um, but all of those things, you know, we 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 publish eight to ten stories a, a day on that. Um, Essential Install Magazine is the leading magazine in the uh, CI field. Um, then we have the electrical contracting side. We have a magazine called ECN, which is actually electric, Electrical Contracting News. That's a leading electrical contracting title. And I would say at this point, it's very easy. <clears throat> I've been around publishing a long time. It's very easy for a publisher or anybody to say that they have market-leading titles. But I, we can justify in so many ways why our publications are uh, market leading. So it's not, we don't just pay lip service to it. We, we, if, 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 you, if you take a look, for example, at any one of our publications and you look at the volume of advertisers and you look at the quality of the advertisers, like, for example, the Sonys, the LGs, all of those people again, they're all with us month in, month out. Now, if they weren't, we wouldn't be working for them. Right. It's as, it's as simple as that. So that's one of the reasons we justify the market-leading uh, statement. But then the, the third market sector, we have data center and network news, and, again, that's, that's more for data centers. Um, but they're our titles, and, and we – how can I put it? We exploit each market sector. With a print magazine, with a website, fully with a website, with the newsletter going to the same database, uh, and then dedicated e-shots as we will. Um, we also uh, distribute a digital copy of the magazines as well. So we cover, we kind of try and cover all eventualities. Got so it. basically, if you're, if you're in the UK and some of Europe, you can't really miss us. <laughs> no, that's that's an impressive uh, coverage for sure. 
and uh, company you've built there. Uh, just to, to wrap up here, David, uh, curious, what's, uh, what's super top of mind for you in terms of the EI live show here in a couple of weeks? Um, what's, what, what is your goal or vision for a successful event? We have spent and are spending about 80,000 pounds on simply promoting the show. So we're investing in the show this year. We've had a couple of great years in 2019 and 2021, bearing in mind there was a pandemic in the middle of those. Yeah, We've had two very good years. But it's a question of getting the industry together. It's a, it's a great networking event. The, the, the whole of the industry descend on Farnborough. But at the end of the day, it's a selling show, Ron. And whoever exhibits... I would want to them to, in, <laughs> I say this glibly, but I'd want them to increase their revenue by a million pounds by being there. Now, whether they do or not is 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 a matter of conjecture. But the whole point is, I want people to exhibit there. I want them to to sell products. That's why they. That's why anybody exhibits at a show. I want them to sell their products and services to the integrators and they are the uh the, the totally the the visitor base again we do have some architects come along we do have electricians of course and we do have some some interior designers so i i want uh, my expectations are to get uh, two to three thousand people through the door visitors over a two-day period mm-hmm. we have a lot of fun the people who come to the smart building awards we have an awful lot of fun um I've been seen with many clients at 4 a.m. in the morning, um, and then we've got to get up and do the show the next day. But, uh, you know, we're all, we're all young, fit people. We That's kind it. of get through it. I, may, maybe me as well, but I'll plead the fifth on all, all of the above. <laughs> but, no, expectations, just what a great show. You know, it's the only show of its kind in this industry. We've had people come in and challenge us wanting to launch a show, but they haven't been able to get them off the ground. Um. And if I may say, and, and forgive me, but it's because of the foothold we've got and what we've achieved over 15 years. Yeah. So, yeah, great show, great awards. Maybe some alcohol will be drunk on the Smart Building Awards evening, but, you know, again, I'll reserve judgment for that. The, the show we, does go on the next day, so hopefully, you know. not It, not it, go, it, go, it goes on the next day. And there's so much to see there. You know, there are over 400 brands on show. You've got all the top distributors there. I mean, if you liken it to the CDU Expo in the US, that's the content you'll see at EI Live. Got it. That sounds brilliant. And we get a lot of people. We get a lot of exhibitors who are launching um, brand new products, brand new services at the show. Uh, they use our show to launch in that particular way. It may well be that some of the exhibitors are at the, in the U.S. show at Cedia, which is a week before. Um, so they launch it to the U.S. market over there. Then it's the first time it's been seen in the U.K. or Europe uh, showing the various new launches at our show. Yeah, uh, that's that's us. One Firefly will be at Cedia. And then uh, Saturday, uh, Josh and I hop on a plane and, and fly across the pond and, and meet all of your attendees. We're super excited to do that. Well, I've, I've, I've been, uh, over the last 15 years, I've been to most uh, CEDIA US shows. Mm-hmm. 
um, when it was in Dallas, when it was in Indianapolis and all those kind of places. I love those places. I mean, Dallas is, I love Dallas. It's a great place for me. Yeah. My, I heard today that they've signed a deal. I don't know how true it is, but someone said to me they've signed a deal to keep the show at Denver for the next four to five years. I've heard that as well. I don't know that to be exactly true, but I've heard of that and I just haven't taken yeah. the time to dig into it. Yeah. But because that, because of the, we had to move our show because of the COVID pandemic, we had to move our show. Our show used to be mid year, but then we, we moved it and moved it to September because of COVID. We got our show on in September. We kept it in September, but of course that means that I can't go to the U S show. Yeah. Well, it would knows, be tough. It would be tight. I won't, it won't be this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I leave my I leave my wife a photograph at the moment these days, Ron, so she doesn't forget what I look like. Well, I, I, my wife was making a similar comment. She's like, you know, leave a picture beside the bed because I'm going to be gone for a few weeks. <laughs> but uh, you know, we do what we got to do for our family, so it's all good. Hundred percent, hundred percent. David, thank you for joining me on show two forty nine. Uh, anyone that wants to get in touch with you directly, where would we send them? If they go, to, we have a corporate website, which is allthingsmedialtd.com. Um, all our details are on there. If they go to the contact page, all of my journalists, everybody's on there, so they can uh, they can get in contact that way. So repeat that for me one more time. It's www.allthingsmedialtd.com. So allthingsmedialimited.com. I am going to attempt. We'll see. There we go. Did I get it right? All things media. Very good, Ron. That's brilliant. Okay. I love this software. It's great. It's good. StreamYard's the bomb. It's it's fun and, and easy. It's it's such a delight compared to a lot of the software we've used in years past. So strongly <laughs> recommend it. Big fans of StreamYard. But this 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 particular URL is the corporate site. And then there's uh, there are links off to the EI Live site, the magazine sites, and everything else we do. So they're, they're kind of all linked together. Awesome. Love it. David, thank you again for joining me on the show, sir. And I'll see you in a couple, couple weeks. Thank you for having me, Ron. I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Automation Unplugged. For a full transcript of this show and all previous shows, head over to our website at onefirefly.com forward slash AU. There you'll find links to all transcripts, show notes, Facebook Live recordings, and resources mentioned during the show. If you enjoyed this episode and like to hear more, follow us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please follow us on social media. We are at One Firefly LLC on all platforms. Don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Automation Unplugged as we dive deeper into technology trends and the fascinating people that make up the custom integration industry. Bye for now.